0: the following podcast is brought to you by astro panda productions for more information or to find other great shows visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the astro panda productions page on blogtalkradio.com
1: very dark very quick welcome this This is is the mobile this is the mobile edition that's right we are
2: currently on world tour we're going to our first date we are it is in anchorage alaska and Uh we're driving in our uh well this used to be one of those oscar meyer wiener mobiles right
1: right we repainted
2: it though yeah we painted it yellow
1: well it's yellow with a purple wiener right want to tell the folks why we were going to anchorage first
2: uh yeah well it's there was uh we held a contest yeah and we let the viewers decide right. where they wanted to send us. Yeah, that was on MySpace. Right, right. It was on MySpace. Yeah. We and
1: had, we had uh, a record five entries.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they wanted us to go to Anchorage. A little, I clook. don't know if that if they're like all from Anchorage or if yeah. they just kind of or they just want, want to us send to us go to there. Anchorage.
3: But yeah. uh,
2: um, uh, somebody named Cluck Cluck one. Yeah, Cluck Cluck. Cluck, thanks, cluck. Uh, thanks for uh, joining
1: in there. Yeah, thanks for supporting us, Cloak We appreciate it. We're uh, not real sure what kind of name that is, but I'm assuming we'll
2: find out when we get there. When we get to Anchorage, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess this week we're going to be talking about a topic that uh, is kind of near and dear to our hearts and it, our locale. It is,
1: it is, because of where we're at. And we're, uh, if we've never said it before, which I think we have, but we're centralized Texas. Right. Uh, we're around the area
2: of uh, our
1: Lord and Savior
2: David Koresh. Yes. For the um, uninitiated, this yeah. was the Branch Davidian uh-huh. massacre, massacre that happened a... um, in what '95. Something, Something like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: When Janet Reno tried to earn her gold stars. Yep. She ordered in the the killing machines that drove through our Lord and Savior's housing units. Yep. Uh, Thank God some of them were able to get into the bus underground. Yeah. save themselves. And, uh, of course, some of the uh, Arsenal. Right. Um, Yeah, I, you know, the David Koresh thing to me, well, here's the weird thing. So we wanted to talk about Colts a long time ago. Yes. And all the people around us never wanted to talk about it.
2: Well, and I've kind of been reluctant to as well. Really? Why is that? Uh, well, because I love Waco. Yeah, I love Waco very much. I've been here a long time, and yeah. I just I, I just feel like it's a bad piece of history that I, that I find a little distasteful to talk about. but of course, if we forget about these things, then they're destined to happen again. Yeah, absolutely. so we, we really can't forget the lessons that were learned. And, uh, and so that's why, you know, I'm, I'm open to talking about it, even though I do find the whole thing quite distasteful. It is very
1: distasteful. Um, it was a weird, weird time to live where we live.
2: Yes. Well, I wasn't here. Um, I was living a couple of miles up the road yeah. uh, in Georgetown. Oh, really? Which is, I mean, like I say, it's, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump, but it's far away from Waco mm-hmm. yeah. to a... Kept me somewhat removed from the situation. It's
1: an hour or so, right? About an hour.
2: Yeah. Uh, On your way to Austin.
1: Yes. I was living here in Waco, and uh, I had just gone through uh, a divorce, so I had the house that uh, the wife and I of a of a of a whole year and a half had lived in, and uh, I had gotten a roommate. One of my buddies moved into the house. Um, and so we
2: had one of the big, big satellite dishes in the backyard. Hold on a second. Watch out, motherfucker. Wienermobile coming through. Boop, boop. Move it, bitches. Sorry. He's on his phone. The road is fucking hard, guys. Well, especially the watery parts. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there so much
1: water? I don't know. Um, so I lived in Waco and I had one of the large satellite dishes in the backyard, right? Yeah. So this is, that'll tell you how long ago it was. Um, And I was an avid um, signal stealer. Right. You know, I I would take the 486 computers and I would retrofit them so that you could steal the signals and put the cards in and the whole thing, you know, steal the signals as they came down. Right. So we got a lot of the uh, raw feeds from, like, news stations and stuff. So we we were able to pick up a raw feed from the compound. And my buddy and I, we just left it on 24 hours a day. You're kidding. So So this was... Was this the Davidians
2: broadcast? No, 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 no. This
1: was, this was a news station gotcha. of some kind. Gotcha. But, yeah, they had cameras on it 24 hours a day, and we just had it on all the time. Wow. So we literally saw it when they rolled in, the
2: whole thing. Well, and, you know, everybody in Texas was watching this thing yeah. happen the yeah. whole time. It yeah. was all that was on TV. It really was. It was like
1: the OJ trial. That's exactly what I was going to say. Think of the OJ trial, but in this area times 100. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure like it was in California
2: for the OJ trial. Sure. Well, hell, it was like that here for the OJ trial. Well, it's true, too. But, but it, if you... I'm sure it was like that everywhere. So if if you were around during the OJ thing, then you'll kind of get an idea for what it was like living yeah. in Texas during yeah. the uh, Brass Davidian and siege. The thing that always kind of ticks people off in this area
1: is it wasn't in Waco. Right, that's true. They always say Waco. Yeah. But it was
2: actually what? It was in Mount Carmel, Mount Carmel, just outside of Waco, maybe maybe forty-five miles from Waco. Outside of outside of Belmead, it was near Axton.
1: Yeah, there you go. Because think about it, you know, Waco, um, it's two hundred fifty thousand people, right? Yeah. And so you know, it's hard to hide a compound in a a a densely populated area. Sure. So you got to move out, you know, to the country a little bit before you're going to start burying buses and you know marrying child brides.
2: Well, the fact of the matter is, is if you lived in Providence, Rhode Island, yeah. you would have to go to another state to get to this compound. Yeah, that's
1: true. It was
2: so far away from Waco that in any other state, it would be considered a, a huge distance. Well, and that's of course, the thing. in Texas, yeah, you know, we Texas. we have to think of things a little bit differently because, because our state is enormous. It's a huge, huge state. Yeah,
1: and and it spreads out wide, not like California, which yeah. goes, you know. Uh, I know when I was a kid, it would take us five, six hours just to get out of Texas. Yeah. If we were going somewhere. Yeah. And we didn't go many places. I know we went to Florida one time. And this doesn't have a lot to do with cults, but I'm going to tell the story anyway because I don't think I've ever told it. Um, I was a kid and we were driving to, is it Disney World that's in Florida? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, because Disney Land's in California. That's right. So we were driving to Disney World. Um, You know, it's a boring ass trip, right? Yeah. But we're on the highway and these guys keep passing us, right? And we'll stop for gas and then here they come again or what you know, that kind of stuff. Just they're just all over the road. We get up the road and I think we're in we're just coming out of Louisiana maybe and um, there's a big crash ahead of us and it's that car. Right? It had, had flipped and rolled yeah. and the car was on fire. Oh jeez. In the middle of the in the middle of the road. And this is this is the one time I saw my dad as like a superhero because he literally got in there and helped pull some of those guys out of there as that thing was on fire. It was That's a crazy. pretty big deal, you know. Anybody die? Yeah, they were they were pretty rough. I don't know if they died or not. I mean, we ended up leaving as the ambulances got there and stuff like pretty that. Pretty seriously but, injured. Oh yeah, the... yeah, burned up and you know beat up and all kinds of stuff. Geez. Because I mean, you got to think uh, when I was a kid, seatbelts weren't a main concern. Yeah. For yeah. anybody. That's true you know but we got to Disney
2: World and we really enjoyed it so that's the moral of the story <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is no matter what atrocities you might that's see right. on the way Disney right. World is fun yeah Disney
1: World was fun uh, I like the uh, submarine you'd get in the submarine and it was still 20,000 leagues under the sea submarine at that time and you look out the little portholes it doesn't really go underwater but you look out the little portholes and you see all the sea life and all this stuff you know, in the submarine That hmm. was fun I've never been. But, getting back to cults. Yes. You said something about doom to repeat it, if we don't talk about it. Yeah. So, there's a guy who's in East Texas, and he calls himself Yahweh or well, uh, yeah. something like that, right? I know, just who you're talking yeah. about. These guys have the potential to be a Waco-style Branch Indian cult. Yeah, it seems that way. This guy, when, when you come, he's very old. Uh, he used to be like an IT guy or something and <laughs> just <laughs> all do it and then just all of a sudden he was a he was a, you know a, a savior uh changed his name um everything has has real Jewish connotations when you look at their website um but if you if you join the cult you or, or the, the association or whatever they call it if you join them you have to give up your belongings um There are marriage licenses that have, you know, like multiple signature lines on them and things like that. Uh, Lots of stories about people that have gotten. Is it like a big group marriage thing? Yeah, yeah. There's. Everyone's married to him. Well, they're married to him. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people married to him. Wow. Yeah. Very old dude. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, terrible, terrible things going on. Religion's funny
2: that way. It, It makes people do some really, really bad things. Yeah. Oh no kidding. Religion and politics. Yeah. The two most uh, radicalizable things in the world. Religion is, is, I've never understood
1: how people can get to a point where they give up all their stuff, they, they refuse their family, and then possibly
2: give up like one of their children as a bride or something. How, how do you get to that point? I you know that's something that I ask myself a lot. I always like to think that I am a different species entirely yeah. from the kind of people that are so gullible or so vulnerable or or so stupid.
4: Yeah, they that they would
2: uh, that they would you know put themselves in a situation like that. And it may just be that they're dumb. Yeah, I guess it, it could be. You know, I, I I hate to think that, but I mean, I think the gullibility and the vulnerability might actually play into you know just playing out being dumb it could it very well could be but a lot of the time these are families
1: yeah that join these things
2: well you know sometimes family sometimes people are dumb because their parents are dumb yeah maybe so no I don't know I think that it's definitely a certain type of person that is susceptible yeah to these kinds of things and you know I see it with people in my life because we have a couple of cultish churches in our town. Antioch. Yes, Antioch. And uh, there are people in my life... The Fixer Upper Church. Yeah, right. right. The Chip and Joanna Gaines. Chip and Joanna's Antioch Fixer Upper Church. You want to talk about a fucking cult. The cult of Magnolia is real. (laughs) These fucking people. Okay, so if you know anything about the, the Fixer Upper thing, then you probably have heard plenty about Waco. HGTV,
1: Fixer Upper, Chip and Joanna Gaines.
2: Yeah, um... Now, they've got this place here in Waco called the Silos, Mm -hmm. And this is where Chip and Joanna Gaines have their shop. And I... I, You know what? i got to give it to them. They did take a dilapidated area and turn it into something nice. Yes. Right? They did good things for downtown. Yes. We're not going to talk about where all the people down there went. Well, that's Because there used to be... Homeless people we, down there. We've
1: got a couple of those things in town. One is Baylor University, yeah. and the other is Chip and Joanna. And people do just kind of—they just—they're just, they're just not there anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Baylor tends to
2: buy up areas. There used to be prostitutes on the corner yeah. downtown, and they're—they're yeah. they're, where'd they go?
5: They where moved are, them.
2: Where are they? They moved them. They moved the hookers across they, the river. They went to Temple. <laughs> They had a relocation. <laughs> they get they they they
1: extradited them back to Temple. <laughs> they got a they got a relocation fee of fifty bucks. Go to Temple. Yeah, uh, it's a rehoming fee. Yeah, yeah, rehoming fee. Yeah,
2: I I think of that as a cult. Honestly, it, it certainly seems to be. I mean, people come from far and wide, and they stand in this line and for they have for, been for years now. Yes. Yeah, and I drive by there all the time. One of the things that I like to do on Saturday mornings is get on my bike and go ride around downtown, because it's beautiful downtown yeah. Waco. Yeah. And uh, and I like to go by the silos and just look at all the fucking lemmings. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they herd them through the line, yeah. down the chute. They hand them their cupcakes, and then they, you know, put a bolt through their head. Those cupcakes ain't cheap. No. Not cheap. If we're
1: going to talk about the Cult of Magnolia... Uh, Let me tell you a couple of things I know. All right. Um, Okay, number one, Joanna Gaines, her dad used to own a uh, Firestone dealership. Yeah. A Firestone dealership here in town, or in Waco. And um, she used to do local commercials for him. She would be on there being all cute and all that stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's how, that. that's how she is from Waco, right? I see. Chip, I don't know his backstory. I don't think he's originally from Waco. I know they both went to Baylor at some point, and I think that's where they met. Yeah. Um, she is not an interior designer. Really? No. He is a carpenter, and she is his lady. Well, she certainly seems to have a, an eye for style. She does. She does. She has an eye for something. Now... Here, here is what I know about what they do, okay? We've got a good buddy uh, whose uh, niece works at Hobby Lobby, right? So the people from Magnolia slash Fixer Upper, when they're redoing a house, they redo it and then they have to stage it. So staging a house, like if you're going to sell it or whatever, you put a bunch of furniture and things in there, make it look lived, you know, so that people will buy it. Uh, Because nobody buys an empty house. So they go into Hobby Lobby and they buy a lot of their staging stuff. They'll buy hundreds of dollars worth of stuff from Hobby Lobby. Right. They'll stage their house for the show. And then they just take all the stuff back and
2: get credit for it. They return it. Yeah. They return all the stuff to Hobby Lobby. So do they like... Get somebody who's not chipping Joanna to go buy. Oh, the it's stuff? all their assistance, yeah. Right. Yeah, so they they're don't. doing it on the down. Low. They don't do the dirty work. <laughs> uh, they did a house around the corner from me. Yeah. And they were basically working on that thing for maybe six to eight weeks. They really are quick. Yeah. When they do that. They really stuff. have to but, be, yeah. But they had the road in front of the school across from my house. Um yeah, I know. I'm not supposed to be living within 300 feet of a school but what the fuck am i supposed to do there's schools everywhere yeah they're everywhere can't get away from a school so anyways um they were doing uh they were they were remodeling a house out there for the show Mm -hmm. and you know they you'd see workers out there all the time yeah uh but never chip and Joanna. no never saw them out there i mean i could basically see the construction from my house and of course, my wife is a basic bitch, so she was out there looking for Jeff <laughs> and Joanna. And uh, the only time we ever saw them was it, was when they came and wheeled out those big yeah, the big uh, fake house pieces. That's right, the big drapes Move that, that bus. look like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. I want to know where they get those printed. That's a good fucking question. They're, those things are huge. Yeah, it's got to be a, a, a big. Bill they probably get them things. done at Kinkos, and then probably. when it's done, they go back and they say don't pay they, them. they don't like it. Yeah did this wrong
1: uh so what i've heard about chip through various people because i mean you live in a city you you kind of start getting some of the skinny on stuff right yeah,
2: absolutely uh he'll I hear go
1: stuff about him all the time yeah he'll go in and he'll knock a couple of boards down or whatever they film it and then he takes off yeah uh and then the workers and i've heard this from more than one person the people that go in and do the remodeling especially demolition and things like that they, they take great pride in showing, like, if they have a, a logo on the back of their shirt, and then they'll say, well, that's your payment.
2: Ooh, that's terrible. Because we advertised for you on our show. Yikes. <laughs> uh, I had a, I have a buddy that's, that's a contractor that worked for them. He didn't have anything really terrible to say about him. Yeah. Uh, other than that it was very difficult for him to work with Joanna. Well, and that's what I keep hearing as well. You know, the
1: pizza place I told you about that opened up not long ago out there where I live? Yeah. Uh, That guy had his house redone by them. Okay? Right. And he said his stories, because he knows my wife, they talk together and things like that. um, He he told us that uh, Chip was just kind of a goofball and he was okay to get along with, right, for the most part. Yeah. But he said he went up to Joanna one day and said, hey, can I get a picture with you? She goes, you'll have to ask my publicist.
2: That doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all
1: uh, I saw, based on what I've heard. This defines the cult part for me, okay? Alright. I saw her walking on the sidewalk in front of the silos and all the people that are lined up. Look at these guys pushing the van. Oh, my. Should we go
2: tow them in the mobile?
1: No, we don't. It, it's structurally unsound in the back. Oh, uh, yeah? Uh, yeah, she's walking right in front of these people and they don't even notice she's there. Because they're
2: so enamored with getting in the place and getting their stuff. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: It's
2: pretty hilarious. But, you know, we have uh, several people that we know that work for them. And it's the same thing from all of them. Yeah. Uh, a relative of mine actually works at their restaurant that they just opened. Oh, Jesus, um, that restaurant. Yeah. It only opens for brunch. Yeah. And it's like $15 for a piece of toast.
1: Yeah. it. I think
2: avocado toast is like nine bucks you yeah. so put an avocado on a piece of toast and it cost you $9. They charge you $9. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, I've got a family member that works uh, at that restaurant. And yeah. he said that at one point, um, Joanna came in and ordered some food because uh-huh. they eat there all the time. Why uh-huh. wouldn't you? Sure. And the waiter that brought... Free food. The, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, the waiter that brought the food out had fingernails that were longer than Joanna oh. preferred. And she sent the food back and said, I don't want that. Your fingernails are too long. My goodness. Send it back. And they had somebody with, uh, with I guess, uh, acceptable fingernails uh, bring the food out. Bring the food out, yeah, yeah.
1: As he was flogged in the back.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they drained his essence and it was put into a <laughs> vial for a chip to eat. Well, that's that's how that's how they uh,
1: uh, coat the shiplap. <laughs> yeah, that's People's right. essence. Yeah. That's not... The, it, you want to talk about... That's, that's the cult of shiplap, isn't it? Well, we see people all the time walking around town with just the word hashtag shiplap on their shirts. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. It is. And it's 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 infecting all of our uh, uh, cougars in town, basically. Really? All of the cougars. They they seem to be infected by the hashtag shiplap. That shiplap fever. Yeah, shiplap fever. So it's, you it's know, like it,
2: Pac-Man fever, but it's a lot older. I work in in uh, IT. Mhm. And I have to talk to tech support people on a regular basis. Yeah. And whenever I call in a tech support line and they find out I'm from Waco, <laughs> they either want to bring up the brass Davidians, mm-hmm. in which case I'll usually say something like my mom died in that fire. Right. Uh, right just cuz sure. this has happened a million well, times. Well, you got to shut down. You got to shut it down real quick. Well, now I'm just playing with it because yeah. like I say, it's this has been happening to me for a decade and, you know, you get tired of the same old shit over sure, and over sure, again. Sure. It's like the people that call me A.A. Ron. Oh, my. You know, I used to be like, yeah, it's funny. I like Key and peel too. And then I was like, yeah, fuck you. Don't call me A.A. Ron, dickhead. And, yeah. and now I'm just like, eh, whatever. Who cares? Uh, but but It's <laughs> the stages of grief. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I went off on a tangent there. Um, <laughs> but so I'll either hear you know oh that's where all the cults are yeah. or yeah. i hear oh that's so awesome i would love to go to waco so i could beat chip and joanna Gaines. yeah and there's a lot of people that don't like
1: them in waco yeah and and the reason for that is basic money sure because what they've done is they've raised most of our property taxes that's true um, now, I understand making your city a better place is going to have some some broken bones. You know, I mean, it's going to take some some bruises. Yeah, you know, you're going to have some bruises when you're, whenever you're doing that. But um, here's the problem in our city: our taxes have gone up, but our salaries have not. That's true. So we're not able to keep in pace with those things, and that's very frustrating. That'll drive people nuts. Yeah. Anytime you you make people reach for their wallet, they're going to get ticked off. That's true. And that's that's true for politicians, for religious leaders, for shiplap dealers, whatever. What is this? I don't know.
2: He's telling people. You know, it's kind of weird because it's like he's waving a bucket. We're not even in Anchorage yet, and we've got people dressed like Eskimos. (laughs)
1: We We had a guy changing what looked like an oil pan on the side of the road with a guy dressed up in uh, Eskimo gear waving a fish at us. Yeah. I thought that was odd. That's really strange. So, uh, I don't know if this is a cult thing or not, but we've got a guy in Waco... That dresses as like a Nubian priest. Oh, the shaman. Yeah, that stands over the the, the freeway. He
3: stands and on blesses
1: the, all the cars
2: as he, they go by. Yeah, he stands on the Baylor walking bridge with the sti- yeah. with like a stick in each hand. Yeah, it's like and he uh, prays. holy sticks or something. Yeah, have you ever stopped and talked to that no, guy? No, I have not. I have. He's have delightful. I bet he is. I bet he is a good guy. Yeah, he's I mean, a great guy. I, it,
1: it's one of two things, right? He's either a great guy or he's fucking nuts. Well, I'm, it's both. I'm either sure. way, it's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. So we used to have a guy in Waco that, uh, and again, not so much about the cults, but we used to have a guy in Waco that um, it, it was a black guy that used to uh, jog up and down uh, the street, and you would see him all over town, and you knew it was him because he wore a trash bag for a shirt. Yeah. And he had these very very bowed legs. So he would run, and it would, and it looked like maybe he was trying to sneak a melon somewhere or something, huh. you know. Yeah. Yeah, so my dad stopped one time and picked him up. And he said
2: he was crazy as a fucking loon. Okay, we're going to have to we're going to have to stop here for a minute cuz we are going through uh, Canadian customs. Oh shit. Sure. And uh, we're going to need all our wits about us if why is why is sheriff spelled sheriff in uh, Canada? That's weird. Uh, it's a French thing, I guess. Sheriff.
1: Yeah poutine on tap well, what does that mean
2: well anyways we've got a mobile full of illicit substances so <laughs> we can't be recording while we do this uh so we'll, we'll be back kids tight down
1: all right
2: all right so we have made it through canadian customs Sharif, uh
1: prisoner transport that says and when i walked by the big black van it on the side of it on the window it just said the beast hmm Canadian customs people are very nice to us. They really are. So, uh, you're the guy who knows all about the true crime and things like that. So, you would think that that would bleed into cults.
2: Oh, yes. Definitely. So, tell me about some of them you know about. This is my wheelhouse. Okay. So, my favorite cult is the Aum Shinrikyo cult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I've heard of it. I don't know exactly which one it is, though. These guys were in Japan, led by a guru named... Shoko Asahara, mm, God and bless you. Shoko Asahara, he was blind, mm. and to his followers, he was the guru. Okay. These guys were manufacturing sarin gas. Oh wow! Uh, they were doomsday cult. Okay. And they were going to bring upon the apocalypse themselves with their sarin gas. With sarin gas, they, their plan was to kill everyone. Wow. Um, They didn't do it. They didn't even get close. They made some uh, sarin gas, and they let it loose on a train in Japan. And uh, a few people got sick, and that was pretty much it. They ended up getting caught. Um, The guru was imprisoned, I believe, in 93. It was kind of like the the Yahweh people Mm. in that the guru was everybody's husband right right. um he was a big time sex maniac and he all of the women in the cult were expected to please the guru gotcha but there were several defectors you weren't allowed to conceive a child in this cult Uh, all children were to be conceived by the guru well that makes sense for somebody who wants to kill everybody (laughs) he had talented scientists he even had scientists that were working for the Japanese government prior to joining Om Shinrikyu. Wow. They amassed millions of dollars by selling um, T-shirts and soap and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they were making all kinds of stuff and selling it. And, you know, they had a really uh, big, legitimate enterprise. They were also selling lots of weapons. Okay. Guns and That'll stuff like that. That'll make you money that. real
1: quick. It also makes enemies real quick
2: yeah well in in another life these guys uh probably would have been seriously successful entrepreneurs but instead they were just a bunch of weird smelly people that wanted to kill everyone he would make these unrealistic expectations of his scientists he'd say i need 10 gallons of sarin gas by next tuesday and so naturally this this uh constant pressure that he would put on his people led to some really shoddy work right so when they actually did go to perform the sarin gas attack the sarin wasn't adequate it wasn't wasn't strong enough enough. yeah it wasn't potent enough to to kill anyone and also there were a lot of mishaps Mm. um all of the people that were involved with this lived and they were all captured and questioned so we we actually know a lot about what went on inside the Elm Shinrikyo compound. Um, Once again, you question yourself. How do you get to that point? Especially as a scientist. Well, in Japan, it's almost not a surprise because of the culture they have uh, there. I guess so. You know, they're very... They're um, so beaten
3: down anyway. Yeah, they're
2: beaten down. They, you know, they have very few women in their country.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and, and their prospects just aren't very good. Right. My favorite cult
1: is those Mbop guys. Handsome? No, they like the Mbop. Uh,
2: uh, oh, Asteroid. Heaven's Gate. Hail Bop. Oh,
1: oh Hail oh, Bop.
2: Hail Bop. Yeah. Mm- bop, bop, doo, wah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, that was, what, late 90s? Yes. Right? They all went out and bought tennis shoes. Yeah. And uh, uh, they were all the same. And then they were all going to, uh, at like the stroke of midnight or whatever, they were going to grab on to the Umbach Comet and be taken to heaven. Yeah. Where they could listen to Hanson. Right, right. And, God, I hope that's what heaven's like. Um, I don't know a lot about what went on in there. I just know they all poisoned themselves. Yeah. Right? But I do know a couple episodes ago you said that there's a bunch of those guys that live.
2: Yep. Uh, I don't know if it's a lot, that well, there's them, some but still around. their website is still open. Uh, somebody's well. been taking care of it, a- and there have been rumors you for a still- long time that they're re-amassing for a second migration. See, they didn't kill themselves. They caught a ride on the comet. Ah. uh This was their transcendence. I see. Um, and apparently they're geared up to do it again.
1: Yeah, is there another Comet coming by? I don't know. Those Hansons, they seem too old for that now. <laughs> Probably all working in, in like a like a Denny's somewhere or something.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. Well they don't get the out of the way Mobile a Mobile. way too wide for this road. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> it's like a hot dog down the hallway.
1: Uh this is a very small hallway. Yes. Um Yeah, so there for a while, late eighties, early nineties, there were a bunch of those cults that were being found. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a big thing. Cold um, fever was sweeping the nation. <laughs> I just, again, I go back to what makes you do it. I, I guess it's just you got to believe for in acceptance. Something. Yeah, you got to be
2: accepted. You got to believe in something. See, that's one thing that, that these life is cults shitty. and and the same as street gangs, the same as church. It's all the same. Yeah, it's it's true, just I guess. people who need to be accepted, lonely people, the yeah. the downtrodden, people with no other alternatives. Uh, it's really easy to get swayed into going along. I mean, like think about when you were a kid, it, it's kind of like the kid down the street. That's always, you know, wanting you to do bad shit yeah. and you just do it because yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to disappoint him and you certainly don't want to be alone. Right. So, you know, you join a cult, you know, uh, the Mormons are definitely a cult.
1: Yeah, That's what I was going to ask you. Uh-huh. If you thought that they were a cult.
2: Yeah, no, I absolutely do. Um, I think that in the grand scheme of things they're one of the more benign cults, but they're certainly you know that's really that's really
1: funny too because their history, Mormons like in the in the Wild West, were some of the most bloodthirsty people there were. But everyone was. You had to be back then. Well, they said the Mormons would, I mean, just literally skin people and stuff. They were just they were terrible, terrible. They kept slaves way longer than they were allowed to as well.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, do those guys still
1: come to your door ever? I don't. I haven't had anybody from the Watchtower in very long. No, that's
2: that's. Uh, those are the Latter Day Saints, right? That's the. Uh, no, the Mormons are the Latter Day Saints. Okay, what are the other? You're ones? thinking Jehovah's of the Jehovah's witnesses. witnesses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another now, one. Now that's a fucking cult. That I, is a cult. I dated a Jehovah's Witness. Did you? Yes. I grew um, up
1: down the street from a Jehovah's
2: Witness. She was a very odd duck. Did she believe in the spaceship? I, you know, I didn't really talk to her all that much about yeah. Jehovah's Witnessism because we didn't we didn't uh, date very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in junior high. Right. She was very pretty, lovely girl. She was, she was really great for conversation. I wouldn't have known that she was a Jehovah's Witness if it wasn't for the situation that led to our breakup. I gave her a note, as one does in junior high. Sure. Uh, hey, baby, baby, <laughs> you, you want to get it on?
3: Uh-huh. And
2: her parents uh, found it. Oh, my. And they forced us to break up. Uh-huh. And they made her wear a dress threw every a gold, day. through a golden plate at you that they had found in their yard. <laughs> they, they, uh, they burned her special underwear. Oh. No, that's not true. It's special, special ceremony out in the yard. <laughs> well, you can burn anything you want on top of that gold plate. So the Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't have birthdays.
1: Yeah, they don't worship anything. And they, so that's all graven images.
2: They false, don't false salute gods. the flag. Right. They don't... Um, no Christmas. They don't no, have any holidays, Yeah, no really. holidays at all. Yeah. Uh, it's just a... It's a it, bad way to it's live. It's just a very repressive uh, religion that, you know, I think it's pretty horrible. I'm not crazy about holidays myself, but it is a way to mark times throughout the year. Sure. You know? Um, well, well, nobody likes the hustle and bustle of the holidays, but could you imagine I life without them? It's yeah. No, I can't.
1: How do you just remove that part of your life? Well,
2: these people never had it.
1: Well, well I mean... Some of them did. Some of them did, sure. Yeah. I, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, I grew up down the street from a kid uh, who was a Jehovah's Witness, and his mother would tell... Story, and I, it's silly. I don't think there's a spaceship involved, but uh, they do believe that the new Earth will be Heaven. So Heaven will be... It's like the Belinda Carlisle song. Ooh, heaven has a, a place on earth. On earth. Yeah. Yeah. It literally will because Jesus or, or Yahweh or whatever will come here and cleanse the place and now, you know, earth is going to be the new heaven. Really? But there's only room for so many.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Only so many people can go. So they have a limit. What's the limit? I don't know. Is it? Is there a number associated with it? I don't it? know if there's an
1: actual number, but I think maybe they'll know when they're full. Right, you know. God tell like, them. Well, it's it's like your tire pressure. You know, I mean, I, th- I don't know that that's a real science there, right? Especially with those new things they put on the on the uh, uh, the, the little spigots on your tires. The valve. The valve spigot valve whatever, whatever it takes. Um, I
2: don't think those things really measure pressure correctly. Okay, we are just crossing into Saskatchewan. Oh, look how it changes. Yeah, it's weird. It was all, you know, trees, and mm-hmm. and now we're seeing, like, there's, igloos. There's so. literally nothing here. Yeah, it's just Piles a... Piles of ice. It's kind of a dump. Yeah. It's a good thing we've got the chains on the mobile or We might be in deep shit right Should now. Shouldn't we have put them on the wheels? Oh, we didn't put them on the wheels? I put the chains on top. Hold you, the wiener down. Oh, <laughs> Mike, Mike. <laughs> That's not good, man. <laughs> we got a big turd coming up. Anyways, we'll cross that bridge we'll when we fine. get there. We'll be fine. Literally. We'll roll off that bridge. We'll when slide we get
1: there. across that bridge when we get there. Yeah. We've already done the Scientology thing, so there's no real reason to go over that, but I do think that's a very real cult.
2: Scientology is probably the most successful cult. Oh, yeah.
3: That,
2: that cop has taken that poor Eskimo's car. Hmm. They are impounding it.
1: What are they going to do with that moose
2: they were towing? I don't know, man. How do you. I don't understand Is how you a Is that a blunder bus? Do the motherfucking cops in Canada carry blunder buses? <laughs> they do. Fuck. Well, just in Saskatchewan. Once the show's over, uh-huh. our live show, uh-huh. we're going to have to hit up Tim Hortons and uh, Tim Hortons get for some a, uh, for chicken and waffles. I'm going to get a didgeridoo plate. I'm going to get the didgeridoo.
1: That's where uh, they take two eggs, they scramble it, and they blow it at you through a giant
2: straw. Nice. I love that. <laughs> Yeah. Do they have Kenny Rogers Roasters in Saskatchewan? I don't
1: know.
5: I wish somewhere I I had so Kenny, so go Rogers for a Kenny Rogers Roasters. Oh, God, that I was know. so
1: good. Is that you remember still a when thing?
2: Kramer uh, had a Kenny Rogers Roasters built right outside of his window across <laughs> that, the street? Yeah, that, <laughs> he had, that, had that, that red light me. coming yeah. in his room all the time. That was one of my favorite episodes God. of Seinfeld. That was such a good show. Man. I loved Seinfeld, man. Seinfeld was a great show, but Kenny Rogers
1: Roasters was a great restaurant. Yeah. Also.
2: Man, Kenny Rogers knows what he's doing, man. Except he when, knows when
1: to hold him. He knows when to fold him. He knows what to do, except when it comes to plastic surgery.
2: Yeah, well, Because he true. looks
1: fucking terrible.
2: Uh, the Manson family was kind that's of the cult. big ones. Yeah. I think
1: that's what all cults are judged
2: by. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. You really, uh, it's hard to beat the king. Yeah. Um, Although I would say that Scientology is way more successful than the fucking Manson family. Well, I wouldn't say Mansons were were
1: successful. No. They were just great at PR. Were they? Well, he was. Was he? He was good at getting the message out. Yeah. I mean, there were like 20 of them.
2: Especially when they pointed a camera at him. He was the dancing monkey of cults. He certainly was. He was a a poster child for why you don't let your kids hang out with that weird long hair. Sure, sure. Yep. Charles Manson book. and the Manson family, where um, they were in Los Angeles, yeah. and they they murdered a bunch of people. Uh-huh. Um, Charles Manson himself was never convicted of nope. any murders, nope. although he is considered one of the most notorious uh, murderers out there. Murderer slash cult leader. Right. Yeah. He's he is often mistaken for a person with charisma and a personality that could win people over. But in reality, Not so he anymore. was just a fucking psycho yeah, who was. was able to attract other stupid people um, to his little sex and drug cult uh, that was trying to cause a race war yeah. to bring on the second coming of Christ. Yeah. That's a common theme you see with the more the successful yeah. cults is that they actually are... Christian cults, mm-hmm. and I think the reason for that is that it's more relatable to people. It's it's, you know, I don't want to sound like a like an asshole here, but Christians are uh, manipulated on the regular. There's an entire industry dedicated to manipulating them, yeah. and it is very good at doing. So. True, and
1: not even the Catholics are as successful as. Uh, Southern Baptists... You're evangelicals. Evangelicals. There you go. That was the word I was looking for. Uh, Not even Catholics are as successful as those guys at guilting
2: people into things. That's right. We're from Texas, which is home to many of the worst televangelists. We've got Robert Tilton here and Benny Hinn. What's the one in, uh, in Houston? Dollar as What's well. One in
1: Houston that wouldn't let people in during the flood. Oh, that's Joel Osteen. Joel Olstein. yeah. 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 Um, He's a
2: dipshit. Yeah. Well, they all are. Uh, well... They're all a bunch of snake oil salesmen that have found the most prime picking for rubes. Yeah. And that is within the Christian uh, yeah. movement. Yeah. We didn't talk about uh, the Jonestown guys. Yeah, Jonestown was something else. Man have you ever seen the video
3: yeah
2: yeah fucking crazy stuff yeah. uh jonestown of course was in uh it was a cult in guyana uh-huh. um led by a man named jim jones right who was another one of these second coming of christ guys right uh and he loved had, his elvis shades yeah oh yeah Boy, he was big looking elvis good shades. with the Jim Jones had style, and he, he encouraged did. his people to have style too. He had charisma. Yeah. Oh. He really? Yeah. Did. You bet he did. Shitloads of charisma. Yeah. Um, but alas, he was a real scumbag. You hear the phrase? Like you know, they're drinking it the Kool-Aid okay from there. Yeah, yeah. It really did. Uh, and yeah. it's and that's in reference to the fact that um, Jim Jones and about two thousand other people drank Kool-Aid that was laced awesome. with cyanide, yeah. and they all perished. Every single one of them. Yeah, it was... It the ones that didn't drink were shot. It
1: was... Really? A, a bloodbath, yes. I don't remember anybody being shot. Oh, yes. I just remember seeing the videos of every, all the bodies. Lots of... All the bodies laying there. Lots of people were shot. Y- you know, my question on that, you know, saying drinking the Kool-Aid, how long do you think it, it went before it was okay to say that? Yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I just wonder how
1: long it takes, because it's, it's a funny thing. Like, 9-11 which we it, all
2: know is an inside
1: job. It took steel don't melt like that. Uh, it took forever, you know, before anybody could make a joke about anything like
2: that. Yeah, that's
1: true. I mean, probably a good 15 years. It was what? 5 or 6 years ago those that mattress store got in in trouble because they were having a 911 sale. What? And they set these mattresses up straight up and down. And then they knocked them over, and said they were knocking down prices. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, that was a thing. And I think it wow. was here in Dallas. I, I think it was in Dallas. Really? Yeah. Huh? They shut that place down. That's crazy. I mean, it went down quick. Yeah, that's that's not a good PR. Yeah, they put the they put the mattresses up like the Twin Towers. Said they were having a 911 sale, and they were
2: knocking down prices. <laughs> that's wicked. <laughs> uh, so a new cult um, arose right around the time of 9-11 and that was the cult of Info Wars.
1: Oh yeah.
2: That's right. That Alex Jones rose to prominence and among the smoldering ashes of 9-11 he found his footing. Well he did latch onto that shit. Oh there. yes. Yeah. Oh yes he did. He had basically every disenfranchised youth mm-hmm. convinced that 9-11 was perpetrated by George W. Bush yeah. and the United States government, Uh and I am sad to say that I was one of those people. Were you? Yes. Yes. I was a truther. What turned you Uh, against Alex Jones? the 9-11 thing was, was interesting and he uh-huh. used to make these really good documentaries. Yeah. Uh, these really in-depth, well-shot, <laughs> exciting so documentaries about 9-11 and about the elites. He did yeah. a thing about Bohemian Grove. And the, the uh, uh, what's the place they all go to before they can get elected? Right, uh,
1: Bilderberg. Yeah, Bilderberg. That was a big deal with him too, yeah.
2: He wasn't full-blown crazy. I probably quit listening to him all together mm-hmm. in Two thousand and four or two thousand and five. Right. right. Um, because he really started getting crazy into the reptilian stuff and Yeah, and that'll just, do it. He just started going really overboard with the whole thing. And uh-huh. then when Sandy Hook happened and he started oh, yeah. saying things like, like it was all put on and that it was up. a hoax yeah. and that all the crying mothers and were fathers actors. were actors and I'm sorry, I, I can't get behind that. That's one hundred percent awful. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever heard anything more repulsive than yeah, that's that. Yeah, so that's pretty rough. Now, now I think he's an absolute piece
1: of shit. I think your um, thing with Alex Jones was kind of like mine with uh, talk radio. Yeah, I would listen to a lot of conservative talk radio and stuff. It's and easy I would, to
2: get sucked in. It
1: is very easy. Conservatism might even be in itself a bit of a cult. I think it is, probably. Because but I think it's probably on both sides. I think there's a there's a liberal cult as well.
2: But in conservatism, it seems to be driven by xenophobia in yeah, a lot of ways. Sure.
3: It's
1: an
2: us-against-them mentality. Sure. Um, Which is easy to buy into. It is very easy
1: to sell. And maybe that's where, where the mystery of these cults lives. You know, maybe it's, it's in that same xenophobia-type uh, feeling.
2: Oh, yeah, I have no doubt. Um, well, I mean, you need look no further than realizing that these cults are usually isolationists. What is a fried moose leg? I don't know, man. I mean, that's not really a fried
1: moose leg, right?
2: I mean, it could be. That's a lot of heat is what I'm thinking. What is earmuffs? Oh, that's a strip joint. (laughs) Holy shit. Earmuffs. We should stop
1: in there on the way back. I don't. I've seen enough ladies with scars on their face. So, like I was saying, my my conservatism radio stuff that I listen to, I realized one day it was just making me angry. Yeah. It's making me a very angry person. And I, and I had to get out of it for that same reason. I just, I, it was it was chipping away at my soul, I felt like, you know. It yeah. was it's making me angry. And and I, I woke up one day and I was like, the only person angry in this whole thing is me. Yeah. You know, and so I, I had to get out of it. You know, you and I have been talking a lot about getting away from negative people, which we've, yes. we've both been trying to do. Um, and it's that same feeling because it just brings you down so quickly. Negative people can just suck your soul out well, when I know, you're around them. I know Jordan calls them uh, what uh, emotional vampires. Yeah, and they they really are. They are emotional vampires. They they, they just suck the life out of you. And yeah. It's, and it's very easy to get in there, um, wallow in the pit with
2: them. Yeah. You know, yeah. very easy to do that. And I think that's a perfect um, way to describe my feelings about Alex Jones yeah. when I was. Yeah. Knee deep in watching him and, and his rhetoric. Knee deep in your info wars. Yeah, I mean, the government was annoying me because it was the Bush years, right? And George W. Bush had just done this piss poor job of dealing with the uh, Hurricane Katrina situation, uh. which where I was living at the time, I was uh, there were refugees there, and you know we had we had a lot of these issues right at our door. Sure. And I got to where you know the hate was so strong that it was taking me over and eventually I, I just got tired. Yeah, you know there yeah. I, I ran out of angst.
1: That's what it ends up being. it just it, you just get tired.
2: Yeah. You, just, yeah you I'm
1: tired I'm I'm not doing this anymore. You're holding a grudge. you're the only person that's hurting right basically right. is is what you're getting at and and that's very that's very, very true and it takes a lot of years sometimes to figure that out. yeah. all right, so we are at uh, the venue. Yep, our first uh, live show. Yeah, we're going to go in here and do a live show. Uh, it looks like there is a line of people in parkas. Oh, those guys have chains on
2: their hands. Oh. I don't know what that's about. This is an unsavory-looking bun. <laughs> well, I mean, we're pulling up in a mobile. They're looking at us like we got dicks growing well, out of our they're looking at us like they're
1: going to fucking eat the thing. <laughs> So, what I'm thinking is we go in here, we have our show, have a few drinks. Yes. And then maybe we do a little rambling on the way home. Yeah. yeah. Or, well, we're not going to get home tonight. No. But on the way back to the Eskimo hut.
2: We're going to have to get a whole lot of Molson while we're in here. Look at
1: these guys taking selfies in front of the prisoners.
2: We'll see y'all after the show. Wish us luck. We're going to go break a leg in here. Did you bring the script? The script. I thought you had the
1: script. I don't have a computer. Fuck. We're going to have to wing it.
6: Attention on internet. Put the children in their cages. Shoot your pets. Yank grandmother's plug. Put down your pipe, It's time for very long, very quick.
1: Thank you, Anchorage, for coming to the very first DDDQ Live! Yeah! It's going to be great to perform. Oh, hell yeah. Uh,
2: Eskimos and non-Eskimos. We love you, Eskimos. Man, I just want to thank you all for coming down to the first show. This is great. This is great. Thank you, Everclear. You did a great job. Uh, Thanks a lot. Let's get started.
6: And now,
4: Shut Up your Roll with Vault.
0: Greetings, this is Volk with Shut Up with Volk on a lighter note. Well, not really. Today we're talking about fucking cults. And uh, let's just be straight up honest. Cult shit goes on on a common basis from fandom to motherfuckers that wear tissues and take poison. This is a fucked up problem that should scare the fuck out of some people, but they've slowed down recently because, well, we have less need to turn. it. And also a lot of people don't uh, speak directly in the same sense anymore. Thank God. Also, we have the ability to actually research information of our own, so someone tells you some factoidal about the Bible and you're able to actually go look it up and go, well, that's not that real. You know, just lay it all out online line and that altered everything. So since religion has removed itself from the gambit of the reason we have a cult problem, we've kind of calmed the fuck down. We still have religious groups that are still at my gatherings, and yada yada yada. Matter of fact, um, one from a location that I grew up around with is Waco. They've got a new cult leader for the goddamn group,
3: <sighs>
0: the Branch of Indians. And you know what? Maybe we won't shoot this one. Yeah. Maybe? Did we learn? I hope we learn. But anyway, the only good thing that's not occurred is we're not seeing more and more of these cults pop up and take possession of people. We're seeing these semi cults or fan bases and everything else design structure into cultures pop up and, well, kind of get one another to work together in the same shit, but they don't do anything besides be over a bunch. We can see this in the fan They say, uh, oh, this movies, The Avengers. We've got people saying, well, I watched The Avengers as a kid. I should definitely watch this one. I go, no. Did you like it? Well, if you had liked it now, you know, sure. Go ahead and go watch the goddamn movie. Don't go, because I watched this, I better watch the rest of them. I watched, um, I'm a Star Wars, a uh, Star Trek fan, sorry. And I watched the Star Trek movies, up until the last two, because of the last two were fucking shit. I had watched the one before, it didn't even finish it, couldn't watch the second one because it was like, I'm not even involved. And somebody was like, well, have you watched the show? And I go, no, this is in a closed market. and it's basically kind of a sign that, unfortunately, Star Trek killed itself off. But there's still the fan base. We still love it. There's a lot that I loved about it. There's very few things I didn't like about it. But because... The cult changed, or the cult following changed. I go away from the same set. Anyway, so a cult following can also be, you know, a populist following or a popularity following. And it's the reason why, if you really look at some cult followers, they are a little bit, I mean cult uh, leaders, they are usually pretty much attractive. Or somehow have gotten away from the convert of sexuality and, you know, it's a sin, you're just supposed to follow me and fuck me because I say so. Anywho, there's also the cult that is also a gathering of nations, which means propagandist outlining. Hey, but we're not gonna get into that. We're talking about cults, right? Well, so can America be a little bit of a cult. Uh, we have people believing in certain structure or the way that, you know, America is founded upon and so on and so forth. My reality is, fuck if I really goddamn know. So ladies and gentlemen, that is my multitudes of what is a cult, what the fuck is cultism's thing, because it's not the same as a religious aspect and so on and so forth. This has been Shut the Fuck Up in bulk and just rolling on. Thank you very much.
1: This is a Channel 9 news break, I'm Dick Johnson. Millennials are destroying the soup industry. Campbell's spends 2.5 million on failed Kardashian commercial
5: campaign. Campbell's spokesman Rob Smith. Soup is literally the least edgy
0: food, the future belongs to solids.
5: This is Channel 9, news on the sevens,
3: weather on the fours.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I want to say a special thanks to uh, the Little in Get and sang their hearts out. I really appreciate it. Uh, Great way to open a show. Yeah. Uh, all the lights out there. I can't really see how many people. If we could uh, kind of lower the house lights for okay. a second, I'd like to see them. I... Oh, oh. oh. oh I... I really thought there were more of you. Tweet, but, uh. Okay, uh, bring those lights right back up. There we
4: go. Yeah. There we go. yeah. Okay. yeah I can't see any That's great. And now, Crazy
7: Vicky. Oh. Oh. So, when I was growing up, there was a lot of moving schools. No schools, no uncles, no uncles, friends, no friends, boyfriend, dad boyfriend, you know, the regular stuff. One constant in my life was music. Now, Really get a chance to listen to music, but Mona had a bunch of cassettes that had the radio recorded on them. A lot was news reports about missing people, but there was a lot of music too. I would listen to Blondie, Men Without Hats. There was a lot of good music on those cassettes, but one song in particular caught my ear and sparked. I would listen to it over and over. I knew every word, even the speech at the beginning by Mr. X persona. He was a good speaker. And he said, we want to talk right down to earth in language. Everybody can understand. I felt like he was talking to me. The band was called The Living Color. And the song about a cult, personality. It's a really good song. I knew about cults from our time living with Father Jonathan. And I knew about personality because Mama said I didn't have one. They talked about anger, which I knew a lot about. And <laughs> for Mama they said something about dreams which was like my whole thing i dreamed non-stop i dreamed of growing up and being someone someone with a family who didn't move stayed put i would listen to the song over and over without mama knowing she wasn't there a lot so that was pretty easy there was the one time mama came home early because bongo's gentleman's club closed her something about the cocktail whinies making the fat guy sick or something and i didn't hear her come in she saw me listening to her cassettes and smacked my head so hard i couldn't hear out of the left headphone for me after she popped me she said she was sorry and told me why she was so upset see there was a guy in that band the living colors that i guess she was in love with she said that his name was Muzz and he played the bass i guess like the fish i don't know but I knew better than to ask a lot of questions. Mama said they had to spend a lot of time together in the 90s and said he was a kind of a leader or a shaw on whatever that is. She said they lived in a bus after he left the band, and he would pick up people to tell the good news to. She didn't tell me the good news. So she said he left her on the side of the road when she was picking up cans for the group to turn in for men. I didn't know how you could do that. That's kind of mean. So anyway, she hated him for that. And that meant I couldn't listen anymore. And my mom and the outside. And there's birds. Yeah. Yeah, no. Birds. Hmm.
5: Birds. Are you an owner? Yes. Are you an outcast? Yes. Do your friends and family call you names and hurl glass objects at your head just for entering the room?
8: Get out of here!
5: Have you ever been covered in pig's blood for any reason? Would you like to belong? Would you like to push the reset button on the family? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then I've got a group for you. The Order of the Red Octopus, a subsidiary of only Chan international groups and gatherings, is a group of like-minded individuals looking for the true meaning of life and their small part in it. The Order of the Red Octopus is made up of people just like you who have shed the shackles of modern living to return to a simpler, much more accepting time. A time of the old ones, a time of the dark shadows. After drinking from the deeper well, some have obtained true peace and full knowledge from the mighty Seth Lopon, while others have had to drink a disturbing amount of this viscous ink-like liquid. Your results may vary. If you want acceptance, peace, and a love-like feeling from others just like you, call or write His High Holiness, Father Jish, today.
6: How to address an envelope? Address an envelope correctly so it reaches its destination. You will need a pen, an envelope, a return address, and the recipient's information. Step 1. Write the return address, the sender's address, at the top left corner of the envelope. Include the sender's full name on the first line, street address or post office box on the next line, and city-state and five-digit zip code on the third line. Write legibly so that postal workers can read it. Step 2. Write the recipient's information in the center of the envelope. Write their name on the first line, street address or post office box on the second line, and city-state and five-digit zip code on the third line. Adding the additional plus four digits to the zip code found at USPS.com will speed delivery. Step 3. Place the correct postage on the top right corner of the envelope and put the envelope in the mailbox. Did you know? The U.S. Postal System processes an average of 667 million pieces of mail each day. How
1: about the moose? Huh? Oh. Sure. And it's cold. Pretty, pretty cold here, but I guess you know that since you live here. Um So, who uh um, who's from around here?
2: Not us. We're from Texas. Yeah.
1: Alright. This first BDPQ Live we uh we we didn't didn't really have a whole lot of time to prepare anything, no. but uh, I think we've been doing this long enough that it'll be fine. Listen again, I want to thank the contest winners, uh, all five of you, for uh, bringing us to Anchorage. Uh, it's a tough trip. Tough trip in a big mobile, but uh, but we made it.
3: And now, the lighter side in life with Lady oh. Gretz's Fargoff.
4: Stargazers and travelers of this current plane of existence. It is I, Lady Glitter Sparkles, your guide to becoming one with nature and your true self. I am merely a work in progress, but have come to true enlightenment through my 20-some-odd years of traveling in my existing body and have come across some very interesting and nurturing beings, one of those being a man who called himself Father Jonathan. A man who i dealt with a few years ago on a commune in the hills it was a crazy time in my life when i was searching for me i had just left a relationship with shaman dave and our friend Artface, and i was looking for my next adventure as prescribed by gaia and the universe i was letting her lead me and began hitchhiking so that i could meet as many souls as possible except for those neat people even if i Suspected the cars that stopped were driven by meat eaters, I would politely tell them no thank you by throwing a can or bottle at their car and wait for a more enlightened driver to stop. I remember once making the mistake of trusting a family and all things a station wagon. When I got in the car, all seemed well. But then they started passing around murder burgers that they had obtained at a roadside killer run. They tried to force me to eat something called a Whopper, and all I could do was scream at the top of my enlightened lungs until they pulled over and let me out. They said something about being sorry, blah, blah, blah. All I heard
6: was murder,
4: murder, murder. (sighs) Well, let me tell you, that will not happen again. So, here I was in the middle of what felt like nowhere. I mean, there was grass everywhere and I started to get itchy. When an old pickup pulled over to pick me up, I thought, Oh, goddess, this is some meat farmer who wants me to eat baby cow eyes or something. And I approached with extreme caution. When I got to the truck, I saw a beautiful man driving. I mean, he was a little older, but you know the kind of guy who has the salt and pepper thing going on and has a beautiful ponytail tied with what has to be hemp string. He introduced himself as father jonathan and i was hooked he had the kind of voice that made my pants vibrate he was a smooth talker too i remember the first thing he said was hey there you beautiful spirit where are you headed i bet you're going my way o m g i trusted him right away needless to say The compound was just what I needed. I didn't even mind being a sister wife to Father Jonathan. We had quite a few adventures at the Holy Love Ranch. We made quilts, grew our own food, all vegan OG, of course. It was a glorious time in my blossoming womanhood. Father Jonathan taught me how to open my chakra, look through my mind's eye, and pee standing up. It was a shame it all came to an end the way that it did. It was a Saturday. Me and Turtle Flower were manning the booth in town selling some homemade necklaces and loose butter. We didn't do too well and Turtle Flower was really worried she'd have to spend another night in the correction box. But when we got dropped off by that trucker at the compound, there were so many cop cars. We just kinda held back in the woods and waited to see if they'd leave. Cops always show up when people free their minds from the patriarchal confines of modern life and try to live a peaceful existence with nature. Or when you hoard guns, commit polygamy, and mail-in bomb threats to the post offices all over the White House. Unfortunately, this was more of the latter. I took off and haven't looked back. To be honest, I don't miss the smell. And dear God, women need to shake their pits. So I guess what I'm saying is keep your mind open and your spirit will follow peace and good tidings to you all namaste hello Hello. here's your local weather
6: it's currently sixty-eight degrees with a thirty percent chance of precipitation. Jim, do not contact me or the dog again. If you have anything to say, say it to my lawyer.
2: Good to see you guys brought your huskies with you tonight. Uh, I bet y'all save a lot of money by drinking out of those little barrels you have attached to their nets. Uh, your take a
1: hold. Half dozen of you was uh, out there. So, uh, it's going to get real intimate. So enjoy.
6: And now, fun talk time with people who know stuff and tell me things. By Josh. Hello.
8: I'm Josh with Very Dark, Very Quick. I'm here with... Snow. Snow, hey, good to see you again. How you doing nice Snow? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome, glad to hear that. Okay, yeah, so tonight on VDBQ, we are talking about cults. Any interaction with them, how do you feel about them? What's, what What are your thoughts uh, as far as uh, with cults? So? Oh,
6: well, I do have a little bit of experience with cults, I guess you could say. Oh, really? Okay. Do uh, you tell? I sort of accidentally started one one time. <laughs>
8: uh, Whoa, wait, wait, wait. You, you started a cult on accident one time? Like, how'd that work?
6: Well... <laughs> Some guys that I knew got super high and decided that I was a vampire. So even though we used to go to the beach all the time, they decided that I was a walker of the night, apparently. <laughs> so um, I kind of have an entire group of
8: people dedicated to uh, worshipping me. <clears throat> and they're, they're worshipping you? Really?
6: Yeah, if, if you get used to it. <laughs> um, after a while, you know, the gifts just sort of show up on your doorstep and, uh, learn to treat it as a normal thing. Oh, wow.
8: Okay, and, uh,
6: what, what kind of, uh,
8: gifts do they give a, uh, vampire cult leader, anyway?
6: There's a lot of steak, which kind of concerns me because it's not refrigerated beforehand.
8: Ah, yeah, wow. Yeah, that, I probably would not eat that if I were
4: you. Yeah, no, I haven't.
8: Especially since you're, you're not a vampire, are you, are you, Snow? No. No. Okay, wow. Wow. Okay, well, wow. is it flattering? How do you feel about being, uh, being uh, a cold leader now?
6: It's just sort of awkward, because I run into them sometimes, and then, well, <laughs> I just sort of have to be like, hey, how's it going? And then they're all like, oh, hail our mighty overlord. So, you know,
3: it's a little awkward in
8: public. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Oh, wow, jeez. So, uh, Okay, uh, that being said, if you had anything you could say to uh, your cult followers, uh, what would it be? Please stop. Alright.
6: I mean, if they could refrigerate the steaks, that would be great. Um,
8: but
6: send them this gift. not because I'm a vampire, but because I like steaks. Alright,
8: thank you so much. Thank you. Oh. oh, hey, there's someone running right there right now. Oh, God! Oh. Hey, uh, hey. Well, what the fuck are you doing, man? Get him
9: Get him What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, well,
8: wait, man. Hey, hey, What's going on? What's okay, okay, okay. I, I, yes, I, I'm Josh. I do interviews for okay. uh, Very Very Quick. Oh, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah today's topic we're actually uh, talking about Colts. Oh no, uh, no, 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 shit, no,
9: shit no. Colts, right? Yeah, 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 Why are you calling me? I'm not calling you. You call me. You call me. Oh my god, you fucking phone. What's going on? What's going on? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I'm we're just, okay, I, do, I, do, I do a podcast? Okay, you do a podcast, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, all, all right, oh, yeah, cool, just doing, doing, walk well, with me, man, that's cool, that's Okay, cool, yeah, we're just doing, you want me to walk with you. Yeah, yeah that's cool, that's cool, man, I, yeah, we, 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 Okay,
8: okay, all right, yeah, so let's walk, way yeah, so we're just, uh, just uh, cults, uh, we're talking about cults, there we go. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, not, yeah.
9: That, that, that sounds real nice. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Like, really uh, nice. Do
8: you have any uh, any interactions with Colts? Yeah, yeah. I
9: mean, you you can say that in a matter of uh, you can, Yeah, you, you
8: can say that in a I see that in a duffel bag. Yeah, 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 well, don't, don't worry about my duffel bag. Okay, okay. I wasn't asking but I was just saying that, well, actually, I'm kinda of curious, what's in a duffel bag, man? I, you know, it is,
9: it's it's this char, charitable donation, char, charitable donation. Oh, so you're, you're you're taking charitable donations? Y- yeah, I'm, I'm taking charitable donations. You can okay. say that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's, cool. that's, wow. that's yeah. how it works.
8: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so why why are you running? Do- I, I'm, I'm not
9: running. I mean, I'm just walking very fast. Oh no, you, you kind of ran right into me. Yeah, you know I didn't. I didn't run into you very fast. let keep moving. Listen, listen, man, watch out. You know the charitable donations. Give them to me. Don't give them to the cult of Lotharan. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, we're good. Cult of no, Don't worry about it. We're good. Oh, okay. we're, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, now, what was what your question, though? I mean, uh,
8: yeah, I mean, uh, what, what are your interactions with, with cults? How do you feel
9: out cults? I, okay. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're pretty awesome, because they just bring all the loot together. It's real real good. It's, it's good shit, you know. Bring, bring all the loot together. I mean, yeah, did I don't you, even know what I'm... Is did work. you steal that? I, no. didn't, I didn't steal it from nothing. I didn't steal okay. no. Okay. I mean, you're it's trying, it's trying
8: to, to act in like about
9: a might have a it. I didn't mean. say man.
8: I, I
9: don't care. You don't mean, care. I'm glad you don't care. I mean... You know, how much money for you to yeah. shut the fuck up on this thing? Okay, all we're right. Good, we're good Yeah, Just let me reach my bag here. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a donation to your only chance oh, thing. holy yeah. shit, that's a lot of money. Oh, okay, hey Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Appreciate
8: yeah. that. Oh yeah. Welcome. I'm just gonna. You gotta be careful though. I mean, if, if, ah. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. What was what was that? I heard some. What the? Who the fuck was? Okay. Ah, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and leave now. It's uh. Yeah, I'm gone. I'm gone. I got money. I got money. Oh! That's horrible. It's true. So strange. Usually. Can't imagine what that's like. Do you want to? That could never happen to me. It might. Walk him away. He's pure evil or insane. Or
4: human. My name's Kate. I have worked as a forensic psychologist as well as in prisons and as a crisis clinician. My job was to figure out who gets locked up and who gets a key to find the humanity in inhumane situations. So are you sure you really want to know?
7: Yeah, maybe.
4: Because by the end of the episodes, you just might end up thinking,
8: I felt better before I knew that.
4: You can find me at IWB Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, sometimes Instagram, or you can email me at IWB at gmail.com.
3: Alright, alright,
2: alright, thank you. I guess I'll start this off with a little joke. Uh, so an Eskimo was driving around in his truck, and his car stopped in the middle of the road. He didn't know why, so he called Eskimo AAA. Well, when the mechanic got out there, he looked under the hood and said, Hey, I think i found the problem. You've just blown a seal. Eskimo says, No, I haven't. That's just frost on my mustache.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That's all we've got. Thank you, uh, We've got to get the hell out of here. I uh, got to get on that wiener and, uh, and and start booking back. Yeah. Um, we've had a great time though, guys. You know, it's been it's been interesting. Uh, won't say fun, but but interesting. No. Um, anytime you guys want us back, you just. Uh Drop us a line. You know, regular mail's fine. Just send us something in the regular mail and we'll uh, we'll get that and uh, we'll, we'll schedule
2: something in the far, far future. All right, Anchorage, good night! Good night, Anchorage. It's been real. Y'all have fun.
4: Hello. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends and neighbors about us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. This episode of Very
6: Dark, Very Quick, featured Mike, Aaron, Josh, Jeremy, Crazy Vicky, Volk, and Jordan. Music by Fish Hands. Check him out on bandcount.com
2: That was a good live show, Mike. It wasn't we, bad. I think we rocked the motherfucking party. We've been drinking a
1: lot. I didn't really understand what Crazy Vicky did. I, I didn't understand what language Volk was speaking. I think
2: it was Klingon. And
1: then and then uh, Lady Glitter Pants. I didn't understand why she hates men so much.
2: I think she might have been scorned uh, at one time by Motorhead's own Lemmy Killmeister.
1: Jason's Deli employee. I'd like a Reuben. Well, my name's Reuben. (laughs) I think that's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty
2: good line if you work at Jason's Delhi. That's true. That's true. It's a pretty good follow through. You're going to get laid every time. I just ran a stop sign. Yeah, well. Which is not something that really matters when you're in Anchorage. Well, it's pots, backwards. Saskatchewan. It's fine. So the live show, man, it was great. It was good. We did way better than I thought we would. I think this is my turn. But well, we it's had like a not. dozen people there. Yeah, there was at least a dozen people yeah. there. Yeah, I want to say a baker's dozen. That's and, true. You know, hardly any of them left. I mean, we were standing there at merch no, trying they, to sell these fucking t-shirts. They didn't buy a single damn one of them. Well, here, here's I'm the all thing. tapped out creatively. I mean, we gave the best performance of our lifetime. What I I don't enjoyed, remember much of it. Um, I thought. The talk went really well. Yes. We said all kinds of shit. Well, and, and I think all around it was a success. Yeah. I mean, when you think about the fact that I mean that... I never expected the guys in Anchorage to give a shit about VDVQ. I honestly I thought yeah. the whole time that they were just trying to send us to some shithole. Yeah.
1: But they loved us there. No, they did like us. I would say the twelve people that were there at the end. Really enjoyed what we had to say. Um, even though I did get a hungry man dinner hurled at me at the end. Yeah, that was pretty weird. I mean, I have never had Salad steak me. thrown at me. But um, I, I would say that that's probably a compliment, like when you burp for the chef.
2: Yeah. Right? Arcade Fire is a national treasure. Not this nation.
3: <laughs>
1: but they're a national treasure somewhere. somewhere.
2: What's Kirk Cameron up to these days? Well, he's, he's saving the world for Jesus. Oh, he did the God's Not Dead yeah. movies, didn't yeah. he?
1: he did a lot of those. Those
2: were yeah. good fucking movies. I mean, they sucked, but they were good to make fun of.
1: Well, we made some contacts tonight.
2: Yeah. You remember Marcy Playground, right? Sure. Listeners. Love them. They did that song that went... Ha ha ha, ha. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. Ooh. And then they did the other song that went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were really good. Do you guys remember the nineties? Whoa! Because we remember the nineties. I remember the nineties. I was alive hey dad I'm in jail <laughs> yeah that was a thing that happened that is in the a thing. 90's you're right and there was also the guy with the detachable penis <laughs> hey dad I'm in jail and I uh enjoyed that don't Thank forget you. Collective Soul they were that band that went na 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 girl that was pretty cool I liked the detachable penis guys yeah it was good stuff yeah King Missile. Good job, King Missile. Yep. We miss you, King Missile. Keep it up. Come back. Let's talk about detachable butts now. Well, now that there's like 50 genders, you can talk about detachable fleet. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Detachable. That's the thing that, that I don't miss about the 90s, is there was only two genders back then. It's true. It was stupid. I like a bunch of genders. I like all the genders. I like to choose from a bunch of genders. I don't know a whole lot of Canadian stuff, so, you know. I know moose. They got mooses. And ice. And Kevin Smith is from there. Tim Hortons. Yeah. He had a uh, heart attack. Did he really? Yeah. Did it give him a new lease on life? Yeah. He is he going to start making good fucking movies he again? He threw away all his Or is comments. he going to keep making all the shit that he's been he making said he's gonna lately? he's going to make Tusk 2. Oh, good. Yeah. Tusk 2. We need that. You know, I'm going to be real with you, Mike, because I'm drunk. Yeah. I like Tusk. I thought it was okay. Tusk was fine. If it had ended like 15 minutes earlier. Yeah, the whole thing with the, yeah. with them at the pool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That was so stupid. Didn't like it. When the Mac guy woke up. And, <laughs> when the Mac guy woke up. And he was a walrus. Yeah. And he was like, Arrgh! Arrgh! I could really, like, feel yeah. the horror. You feel the angst. Yeah. In his tusk. That was, that was great, honestly. It's not a bad idea. It should have been a short film. I watched, oh, like... It's a student film. You know, I watched about as much of Yoga Hosers as it deserves to have
3: yoga watched.
2: Yoga hosers. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I Which was about that.
2: three minutes. I didn't watch that at all. You know, the Matt guy was pretty good in Drag Me to Hell. Oh, he was great in that. He was good in, in that way. I
1: like the Matt guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Jason Bourne. Yeah, it was Jason Bourne. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah he was good as a Mac yeah he I made, believed him as a Mac he made a great Mac I said hey that's a Mac yeah I looked at the other guy and I said that's an actor
2: that's a PC uh huh John Hodgman John Hodgman is the fucking greatest you remember when John Hodgman was gonna be like really big and awesome but then John Oliver stole all his thunder? yeah I yeah do. me too I love John Hodgman poor John Hodgman
1: so, I listen to this podcast called uh, Dead Pilots Society, where they take old pilots that were supposed to be bought by networks, and they give them a table read. Right? Really? Yeah. And John Hodgman has one where it's about him growing up as an only child, and in the show, he was supposed to play himself as like a 12-year-old kid.
2: That's pretty stupid. He was going to be...
1: No, it was going to be great. You see John Hodgman playing a 12-year-old kid. And everybody else around is age-appropriate.
2: Man, where's the fucking poutine house, dude? I'm hungry shit. Did we pass the poutine house? I think we did. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, you want to get a poutine bell? <laughs> it's on that side. Fuck. Yeah. Well, something's bound to come up. Sure. They've got Poutine Queen. <laughs> do you remember D-Light? I do remember D-Light. Yeah. And i got to tell you, Mike, the groove, it's uh-huh. still in my heart, man. Yeah. It's always been in there. Yeah. You just didn't know. I needed D-Light to show yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. D- I needed Bootsy Collins to play bass and show Bootsy me. Bootsy Collins with star uh, uh, glasses. Glasses. Yeah. You know. yeah. Have you ever listened to any of Bootsy Collins solo work? No. It's fucking ridiculous. But I do enjoy some uh some George Clinton. Yeah. Some Funk, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah man. Shit. Yeah. God damn. Get off yo ass and jam. Uh-huh. Yeah. Atomic dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. He got the dog yeah. in him. Roof, roof Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yippie yo yippy A. Yeah. He's going to turn this mother out. Yep, he does. He He, turned it out several times. Yep, he turned it right out. Well, it's weird. He turned it out
1: so much, it turned back in.
2: If you don't love funk, I don't even got nothing to say to you, bro. Yeah, that's true. If you can't feel that shit inside your soul, then you ain't got one. I don't know what any of this has to do with cults. God damn Royal Canadian Mounted Fuck they are everywhere. You would think that they would
1: have like it said festival traffic back there on the sign.
2: Festival traffic. Take this exit. It's the ice fishing fest. Ice fishing fest. Yeah, there's holes all over the ice. You know what? You know what Canadians love more than anything else? Poutine. Chili Willy. Ah, they They're do love chili, the chili Willy, Willy fans. Yeah. So I imagine that was the Chili Willy festival, the Could annual. Be. Could be. Chilly Willy Festival. Could be. There's a car. Jesus Christ, man. Why don't Came you fucking? Uh, yeah. Why don't you like giddy up your fucking horse you here? don't you have lights? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, here we Are go. Are we stuck in a, a goddamn Canadian traffic jam? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is Look that? Look at all of those lights. That's a lot of lights for one yeah. horse. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> These fucking horses,
1: they got to be freezing. It's not good on their joints. No. Horses have a lot of joints. There's joints everywhere. They're all joints. They're full of horses. joints. Horses are full of joints and conglute.
2: And what? Conglute. What the fuck is that? It's on that gel in there. Really? Conglute.
3: Yeah.
2: Horses are made of gel?
1: Well, they're made of conglute and joints. That's it. That's all it's in the horse. Is that a
2: horse riding atop another horse? Yep, yep. It's a horse riding a horse. You know, it really is a different world out here. It is. It really is. I expect to see Lisa Bonet anytime. Lisa Bonet's Canadian? Well, it's a different world. Look at all these Alaskan cops. I know, they're everywhere.
1: They are everywhere. They're everywhere but nowhere at the same time.
2: Yeah. It's cuz we're in Narnia basically. <laughs> we went through that fucking Chester drawers. Chester drawers. You say Chester drawers <laughs> just like my girlfriend. It's fuck. I said chest of drawers. You did not. You said Chester drawers. Chest of drawers. Well, Bullshit. I went to
1: school with a guy named Chester drawers.
2: Yeah, you know the worst thing about being named Chester. People are always going to call you Chester the molester yeah, behind your are. back. They are. Even it's if you bad. don't molest anyone. Yeah. It's amazing how quick we got through Canada. It's true. I mean, I'm going 276 miles per hour. Well, that's how we're going to save the clock tower. The Mobile we we supercharged this shit. Sure. You know, my first drive-in movie experience was a uh-huh. triple feature. Sure. It was uh, Uncle Buck. Yeah. With the legendary John Candy. Uh-huh. Followed by... Days of Thunder okay with the legendary Randy Quaid uh huh followed by Arachnophobia uh huh yeah Arachnophobia was gonna be a good movie but then it just wasn't that was a movie about spiders Spielberg right was it Spielberg for I think real think so yeah I that has so. to be the worst fucking Spielberg movie since yeah. Schindler, Schindler's List Schindler's List was good yeah Schindler's List was pretty good Who's your favorite actor, Mike? My favorite actor? Yeah. Or actress. Whatever. Well, I love Bill Murray. Are you a big Bill Murray oh, fan? Oh, I love him. Yeah. Uh, how did you like The Life Aquatic? Uh, it was okay. I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. Yeah. And I thought The Life Aquatic was, was just... It was okay. It was just so good. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be one of my favorite movies ever made. Wow. Yeah. breakthrough. a breakthrough. I, you know, I, I hated Bill Murray growing up. Really? I, I really did. Why? Yeah. Because he was in everything yeah. when I was a kid. A I, I hated Steve Martin for the same reason. Really? Do you remember The Money Pit? Oh,
1: yeah. That was I,
2: such a good fucking movie. I liked movie. The Money I Pit. I loved yeah. The Money the Pit. It's Money Pit's great. The, the thing that I remember the most about The Money Pit is Tom Hanks was walking around in one of the top floors of of his money pit uh-huh. house that he bought there was a hole in the in the floor and he was on the rug and he was on the rug right and he started like falling through the rug and yes. he got stuck a very slow fall yeah very slow yeah. very comedically yeah
1: it's great perfectly timed tom hanks was a very funny guy tom hanks before he decided to be best. serious
2: yeah before philadelphia oh yeah. jesus before christ he got AIDS. Yeah. Ugh. I you know Tom Hanks should have reprised his role in Philadelphia in uh Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> hey I'm back, bitches. Hey I'm back. I still got AIDS. I still got AIDS, motherfucker. What's your favorite movie, Mike? Of all time? Of all time. Oh man. There is no way to tell you that. Give me, just give me something out of your top 10. First thing that comes to your head Evil Dead 2. Nice. The Shining. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with
1: the book. Yeah. Office Space is right up there for me. Really? Yeah. Because I love comedy. And Office Space is one of those that just hit the right chord with me. Yeah. Working in an office, being in a cubicle, all that shit. Yeah. It's just, it's just such a, it's a delight to watch. Every time I see it, it's
2: one of those movies that when it comes on TV, you can't yes. turn it off. Yes.
1: No, you can't. Uh, Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. I really like Rubber. Rubber's really good. Which it's it's a fucking trip and a half, but I love that movie. Have
2: you ever seen Yellow Brick Road? Yes. Yes. Yellow Brick Road reminds me of well, They, go up, the, they go up into some the bushes and all that stuff. And yeah, they're, they're, they hear the voices and the singing and all that stuff. It's kind of like uh, like that story on the Boo Buddies where the chick is haunting herself. Yeah. I don't know who that woman is, but <laughs> she did a good job. It's trippy as fuck. Yeah really cool movie there's just something really creepy about that I love Blair Witch
1: I think Blair Witch the the original is fucking fantastic I
2: love the Blair Witch project so much there would be zero shaky cam shit without Blair Witch Blair
1: Witch 2 can suck my dick but Blair Witch Book of Shadows yeah oh I
2: loved Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows fuck that shit it wasn't anything like the original movie but I still thought it was really good no it had, uh, it had that chick, um, uh, what's her name, uh, Kim Director. Yeah, she's Kim Director was fantastic in that movie. I wish Kim Director was still around, man. I thought she was great. Have you um, ever seen Forbidden Planet? Uh, yeah, that's the cartoon. Well, it's it's not the animated really a, It's movie. not really a cartoon. Or are you talking about the one with Robbie the Robot? No, 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 no. no. Forbidden Zone. Forbidden Zone, Excuse no. Excuse me. I have not seen Forbidden Zone. It's fucking terrible. Oh. But I it's got know. Herve Villachez. I like Herve
1: Villachez. And Oigo Boingo. So.
2: You know, Oigo Boingo, I don't understand how they got
1: popular. I love Oigo Do you really? Yep.
2: Absolutely. And then Danny me.
1: Elfman from Oigo Boingo oh, yeah. went Danny on Elfman to score is,
2: everything. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize Danny Elfman was an Oingo Oh, yeah. Boingo. He was the lead singer.
1: Yeah. He's, 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 he's like, the main guy. Wow. He did Pee Wee stuff. And then he
2: went on to do Batman and all that, and it just fucking took over. Wow. He's like the, the second banana to John Williams. Yeah, he's John Williams second. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fucking A. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, your he's fucking was great, fantastic. Man. I fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know who I don't love? Who? Norman Schwarzkopf. <laughs> Storm and Norman. It's not the same. No, not at all. Yeah. But I don't like him. One. Cause all the storming. <laughs> I hate people who storm. He did way too much storming. He, Norman, settle down. I gotta work tomorrow. Me too. It's gonna be a bitch. Yep. Gonna suck. I'm really happy with how the show went, though. It went fine. It was Everyone, great. All twelve of them were just <laughs> loving it. They were just. They, they were pumping their fists. Holy oh, thing decent to ever come out of Canada is Rush I went to see them on the Roll the Bones tour did you go to the Roll the Bones tour? I did yeah Fuck.
1: but I also went to the one where the rabbit pops out of the hat, whatever that is Rush is
2: like one of my favorite bands Rush is pretty awesome Rush is really awesome 3 guys, yep. they sound like 50 guys yep. Neil's it's like fucking
1: Pert H, man. honestly, he's like local age yeah Local H puts on a fucking hell of a show for two goddamn guys. Yep.
2: Always high-fiving motherfuckers. High-fiving motherfuckers. motherfuckers. It's like their favorite thing to do. They love to high-five. My mom made me some parachute pants. Made you? Yes. Holy shit. I actually asked her to do that. I wore my parachute pants to school Uh with one of those big, like, five-inch, like, buttons with the entire cast of Beverly Hills 90210 (laughs) on it. That's the best. I thought I was the shit. Yeah. Well, you had Dylan on you. Yeah. And and I had Brandon. Nothing bad can happen when Dylan's on you. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's you're actually. I've 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 never admitted to that before. But oh my god, that is awesome. Yeah, it was it was great. Fucking nine hundred two one zero. Button. I couldn't afford Air Jordans, oh. but I had some LA gears with oh. the with the double. It's even better. With the double laces. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Was this the same time you had the jet black hair?
2: No, no, this no. This is no. a different. Okay. No, this was like 10, 10 thought, or fifteen years before that. This well, was an elementary school. I'm just, I'm just I wasn't thinking. I wasn't rocking the Dino two and O button <laughs> in nineteen ninety-five. Okay? Several genres, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, it just all happened to converge at once. Oh. The LA gears, the parachute pants, and Dino two and they all happened at the, the same time. Pretty fucking bad. That's yeah, great. Um, I had feathered hair. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I had a hypercolor shirt. Yeah,
1: hypercolor. Yeah. Yeah. I bought it from the Goodwill. Did you have anything from Benetton? From what? Benetton.
2: No.
3: Yeah.
2: I had some hand-me-down Jabos, though. Oh yeah. There you yeah. Go.
3: Good.
2: And and everyone wore ponchos. I had a poncho. Oh, <laughs> that was also when the uh, airbrushed um, Looney Tunes yeah, characters yeah, yeah. thing was a was sure. a thing. And I, I I didn't have one of those. You had to go to Six Flags to get one of those. Is that how it worked? Yeah,
1: that's how it worked, yeah. I just assumed everybody
2: airbrushed their own. No,
1: no, no, no. The it's best
2: artists only worked at Six Flags. Yeah. See, I never went to Six Flags, not even one fucking time. Really? Really. Huh. Not, not even once. I lived in the hill country. I lived 15 miles from Fiesta, Texas, and I never went. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't get to ride the Rattler. So, me and my
1: buddies, we had tickets to go to Six Flags, but we sold them and went to see Huey Lewis in the News instead. Good
2: choice. Yeah. 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 I'd have done the same. I think it was at Reunion in Dallas. Yeah. Freeze (laughs) frame. No, that's not them at all. Oh, sorry. It's the Back to the Future band. Uh, you know, I can't even hear the name Huey Lewis in the news without seeing Patrick Bateman killing Jared Leto. Yeah, that was it. was that Jay Giles. Jay Giles yeah. band. na, 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 na. She's your nah, centerfold nah, nah. and the freeze frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Giles band was pretty good, man. They you were. Know, you know what? He's like, dead. is he really? Yeah. Uh huh. He died. You know what my favorite song from uh the '80s was? What's that? Come on, Eileen. Yeah. 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 And I really, really love... It's a good one. I love the um, the cover that was done by Save Ferris. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. It's fast. Yeah, it's good. I always thought that the chick from Save Ferris was like the hottest chick ever. Yeah. You know, as much shit as people give the 80s,
1: without the 80s, a lot of the boobies wouldn't be around... A lot of the music wouldn't be around because so much shit from the '80s got covered, yeah, that's you know, true.
2: or remade or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, my favorite is the bands that they have a one-hit wonder, which is the song that is named after the album uh-huh. that is also uh-huh. named after the band, yeah. like Bad yeah. Company. Yeah. And uh, and what's the other I'm one? Not gonna lie, they're Bad Company. Yeah. What was the other one? Well Black Sabbath. Yeah. They had the song Black Sabbath That's true. on the album Black Sabbath. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But there was another one. And it was really bad. Iron Maiden? Did Iron Maiden have a song called Iron Maiden on the album yeah. Iron Maiden? I don't know if it was on the album. Iron I fucking Maiden. love Iron Maiden. All right. Bruce Dickinson, man. Yeah. That he's dude, That dude got throat cancer. he's not dead. He's dead. He's yeah. not they dead. They all died. No, none of them died. You he know was, who's dead that I wish was w- wasn't dead? Who? David Bowie. Really? Yeah, that one hurts. I mean. Because he started making, like, really good music again. Really? Like, did in he? the last days of his life, huh. yeah.
1: You know, they're making The Labyrinth, too.
2: Yeah, fuck that shit.
1: Yeah, they can't really do it.
2: Yeah. No. Who are they going to get to play The Goblin King that could possibly. Compete with Bowie. Johnny Depp. Oh, God damn it. I'll fucking burn the world down. <laughs> you know who would make a great Goblin King? Huh? Channing Tatum. <laughs> you know, here's the thing.
1: 21 Jump Street was a good movie. Yes. 22 Jump Street was not a good movie.
2: I thought 22 Jump Street was fine.
1: That's uh, all right.
2: But nothing's ever going to be funnier in this entire world than leave Korean Jesus alone. He's got Korean shit to worry about. (laughs) Name a funnier line. Well
1: the first one that comes to mind is Bill Murray in Stripes when he's talking to the guy who's talking about tipping cows and he says I want to party with you. It's all about timing and placement. Yeah. So when, would, when did it happen in your life, and how was the timing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: Bill Murray has hit a lot of different uh, highlights for me during my life. So Bill Murray will always
2: be, like, my favorite actor. Bill Murray, I got a little bit annoyed with. He got a little bit oversaturated, and then he just went away, which was the best thing that he could have done.
1: Well, he went away, but then he came back in a great way. Rushmore is one of the fantastic movies of all time. He did The Life
2: Aquatic, and he did Zombieland.
1: Zombieland is fan fucking test. Yeah. Garfield, not so much. No.
2: I've always had a love hate relationship with comedic actors. Yeah. Like, there was a time when I loved all of them and a time when I hated all of them. Really? And I'm talking about Bill Murray. Uh I'm talking about Steve Uh Martin. Chevy Chase. Mike Myers. Oh, God. Chevy Chase. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, Dana Carvey. Right. David Spade. Yes. Chris Farley, even. Got a little bit too oversaturated well, wait, he for made me. Well, make two
1: movies that are exactly the same.
2: Black Sheep, Tommy Boy, and, and Tommy Black Sheep. Boy. Yeah, same yeah. fucking movie. Yep. Although I do like Black Sheep way better than that. Tommy yeah, Boy. I get
1: that.
2: Adam Sandler, of course, because he's just shit now. Fuck Adam Sandler. God I mean, damn. I mean, his first record. They're all gonna laugh at you. It was great. Was great. And Happy Gilmore was fine. Happy Gilmore's a good movie. The Water Boy was fine. Waterboy's good. Little Nicky. Fonzie is yeah. fantastic in it. Yeah. He's always good. God, I love Henry him. Henry Winkler's I good in everything Henry he does. fucking Winkler. Yeah. He is. Barry. Yeah, Barry Zuckerberg. He's great War. on that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Barry with, with Bill Hader. Yeah, that's you know what a, they canceled? He was great. It was fucking Last middle on Earth. Really? God, I fucking love that show. That is a great fucking show. Uh, Kristen Skull. Yeah, her. She's so great. And uh, whatever his name is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That guy. God damn,
1: that's a great show.
2: That was a good show. It's a stupid fucking show, but it's great. I'm sad that they canceled it. I didn't watch past the first I season.
1: I loved it. I watched every fucking episode. I love that show. I love the fact that the housewife from Mad Men was crazy as fuck in this show. Yeah. That is great. Were you a big Mad Men fan? I liked Mad Men. Now, I could have watched about seven episodes of Mad Men and told me the whole story. Yep. Because nothing it's happened. That's true. true. I'm crazy. I'm from a poor family. I I'm changed gonna treat my name. women badly. I yeah. changed my name. Then that's it. That's yep. all that happened. But I fucking love John Hammond. John Hamm's amazing. He is the best and the funniest fucking guy. Oh God! Did you see him on Saturday Night Live?
2: Did he you see him up with on the Catfish? That was Thirty Rock. Okay. I done stole this catfish. <laughs> That's the funniest Holy thing shit. to happen on Thirty Rock ever, <laughs> and it was so dumb and I love. He shows it. up at the
1: most inopportune times. Yeah. He would show up on SNL, Thirty Rock, whatever. He's just there all the time. He was great, He's funny in as everything
3: fuck. he
2: did. John Hamm was and is amazing. He is
1: fantastic. You know what he would be great in? Is one of those Ocean's Eleven type movies. Oh yeah, he'd be great in something like that.
2: Absolutely, I'd love to see him in this. Yes, that. but now we're getting the the uh, Ghostbusters treatment <laughs> with Ocean's, Oceans Twenty Five. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Whatever. It's, it's fine, but... Do whatever. You know, why has it got to be a gimmick, you know?
1: Yep. It always is.
2: That's the thing. It's it's a gimmick. Ghostbusters, making them all women was a gimmick. Yep. I never watched it. I didn't that. I just didn't watch it. I don't care. Because it was so... Uh, okay, first of all, uh Paul, I love the Paul women... Paul What's his name? Yeah, Paul Feig. Paul yeah. Feig? Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He makes crap.
1: He Fuck really it. does. Fuck yeah.
2: He's an executive producer on the new Joel McHale show, he makes, and he makes sure to squeeze himself in every fucking episode. He, and he just sucks. He latched himself on
1: to Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and he just said, "I'll take this train."
2: And I love Melissa McCarthy. Yep, I love Kristen, Kristen
1: Wiig is fucking awesome.
2: And I love Kate McKinnon. Yes, yes. Kate McKinnon's the funniest person out of all she is very of those funny. people. Yeah. And Leslie Jones is hilarious. Um, She's still on SNL. She's still funny. But everything that I saw, all the clips, all the reviews, uh-huh. it just seemed like they were at their worst. Uh-huh. And so I didn't watch it because I love all these actresses and I don't want to see them suck. Don't you love this shit? I'm a head. Cool looking? It does look nice. I love these bridges. It really does look nice. In Anchorage. In Saskatchewan. <laughs> like bridges or something else. These Saskatchewan bridges near <laughs> <Or> Saskatchewan... Uh, <laughs> medical school here's the thing you don't even know if Saskatchewan is near Anchorage
1: I
3: have no idea
2: where <laughs> Saskatchewan is <laughs> so that's all we got that's on VDVQ this week Jesus Christ for, what a load show yeah cults <laughs> we gave you the we, we gave, you gave your you money's the, worth yeah we give you the skinny on all the the <laughs> cults out there we did very little on cults yeah well you know whatever yeah well you know, we're we we've been on the road. We've been heading to this live show. Sure. So sure. you know, I mean, you can't expect us to to now stick we're, too closely to the plot. Now we're back at the Indian reserve. Yep. 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 We're back at uh-huh. the igloo. Yep. And uh, we're looking forward to a nice cold night. I'm gonna wrap myself up in a tauntaun. In the tonton. Yeah. I say. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What they call them here. And we're gonna, you know brave the brave the shit Mm -hmm. so you gotta like say bye don't take oh I'm sorry bye folks see ya so
1: uh are we still really
2: recording yeah we're recording holy shit you gotta do the social media stuff okay
1: social media we have you gotta
2: like bring it away a little bit okay right. we have uh uh
1: the very d very q that's your twitter uh, we have, uh, OniChanProductions.com. Yep. It's where everything is. Yeah. Um, what else? Twitch.
2: Twitch. Big Twitch channel. OniChanProductions on, on Twitch.
1: on Twitch, yeah. We're Lots We're doing, like, there. this whole
2: thing where we just run shit there all the time. It's great. We a lot of programming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so get in on that. So, join
1: us. And, uh, don't be square. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk. Okay, that's enough. Thank you, Mike. All right, we'll see you. Hey, right. thanks for listening, people. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Peace.